What if you could travel to parallel worlds, the same year, the same Earth, only different dimensions? A world where the Russians rule America, or where your dreams of being a superstar came true, or where San Francisco was a maximum security prison. My friends and I found the gateway. Now the problem is finding a way back home. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Circling the Vortex. I believe this is episode 11. We have been away quite some time, and I'm your host Ben, and with me today, my co-host is Sliders Virgin, Nathan. Hello. It's really good to be back. It's been far, far, far too long. The world definitely got in the way, um, and obviously we used to record this in person, uh, around my house, drink a few drinks deep, <laughs> usually having a nice meal, a nice social experience, uh, but that's not possible right now due to everything that's going on in the world, uh, so we're at home. Uh, and we're doing this remotely, so things might be a bit different. And we're obviously, you know, we're without one of our co-hosts here. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna just, uh, we're just gonna do make do as we are, eh, Nate? How are you feeling yeah. about this? We're you glad to be back? Work. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. I mean, it is, it's not the same doing it online, but at the no. same time, you know, it's illegal to not. Uh, so stay safe, listeners. Yeah. Sadly, <laughs> I think what we've got in this world is the. Um, I believe it was called the Q virus the Q. from the the Q, yeah, from uh, from season one of Sliders. Is all too real, it turns out, we've, and we've has not been hit vacuum. Sorry, interrupt. We've not hit vacuum packed burger <laughs> stage yet, so you know there is hope. Yeah, and weird, and weird like scanner things when you walk in to every building. I remember that as well from that, and you know we don't all look yellow as well and like super jaundiced. Um, which, in a way, would be handy because you'd spot things easier in that situation. But, well, you've uh, not actually seen me since Ben. I hate to break uh, it to you. No. I, no I'm, 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 <laughs> I am still human colour. <laughs> but we're back to talk about sliders. We just watched um, season two, episode one, The Mystic. Um, not the strongest start to a season of television I've ever seen. I don't know about you, but it wasn't. No, it, was it wasn't. That. It wasn't the greatest, was it? I mean, it's got some lore in there. It's got some stuff, especially at the end. We'll get to it. Um, but should we do a quick recap? I don't even know what to recap. That's not the a lot. Thing. There's not a lot in it, is there? Like the concept like, isn't particularly deep. There and... was a plot, but at the same time, where was it? I don't. I don't know what happened in this episode. But so, I, I know what happened. At the same time, I've no clue what happened. It, it was we that get, kind of episode. We get a really odd cold open, which is this dream sequence for Quinn, dreaming that he's been died and is now being buried with a character that was at the end of season one, played by the, the actor that played Crychek in the X-Files, uh, hooking up with Wade. He then, however, he, they, he quickly wakes, wakes up from this sort of uh, dream of portents to find out that character's gone, just gone. Like they've written him out, but they had them for that scene, which was weird. Like <laughs> they why had him available to film? Yeah, clearly was about, but then cut. Like it, very peculiar. Um, and then, and then we quickly, you know, we—I don't remember what happened at the end of season one, but I guess Quinn must have got shot because he's injured, isn't I he? Think so. I'm trying to remember. It was like the lottery episode, and I think, yeah. yeah, he got shot. Apparently, he's been mostly treated. Like he seems to be in pain, but he's been treated. I don't, 
fully get no. that. But anyway, they slide out. <laughs> they slide out with a gardener laughing at laughing at Quinn really maniacally and weirdly, and like that's strange because that character then pops up a total of what three or four more times throughout the episode in different personas. Um, and then we yeah. slide into the, the the world of the occult. We slide into a world in which mysticism is real, that you have shamanic witch doctors and you have um, grim reapers and evil midgets. I'm not even <laughs> sure what that was. Um, we'll get bounty to that in a minute. Hunter. Yeah, evil midget bounty hunter. My bad, yeah. Um, who makes <laughs> that whole scene, that whole scene. Um, and then... And then yeah, they go to the doctors and they they kind of like avoid paying for the doctors, which starts the plot off of the very light plot of them like being hunted by these bounty hunters for Quinn's brain because they didn't pay for his you know medical assistance. Um, and then it's all about the quest to see the uh, sorcerer, I believe is quest, what they call him. Quest is a very strong <laughs> word. <laughs> they cross the bridge. It's a very long bridge. I, I would <laughs> use journey at a push. Even that feels... <laughs> the best bit is that they make it out to be quite a big deal, don't they? And then, and then, uh, like, later on in the episode, they just sort of leave and come back and it seems to take about two minutes. <laughs> Which is so funny. It's like, this is not a big deal at all. Um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, that's kind of the, that's the plot, isn't it? And they get something for him, and they you find out that the sorcerer is a Quinn who who slid for profit is the only way of describing it. It was well, setting up. He was, he was using that universe's world as shelf space. Well, he wanted shelf space to sell goods, which he was importing from other dimensions because he saw an opportunity in this world because because of the nature of the occult sort of oppression that was going on in the world there was a lot of it was quite backwards i suppose we did see a market scene earlier on which was kind of like a medieval market and i think the the implication here was he was going to bring like modern electronic goods and things that you know conveniences that we're used to but the occult world would not be i just think the idea that he's sliding to find but, worlds that are backwards and take advantage had, they of them tv they had tvs Yes, that is true. And yeah, they go in a market and it's like yeah. a man in a, I don't know, like peasant get-up hacking up a fish or something. It was just very like, <laughs> it was one of the least well-thought-out worlds I think we've seen. It was inconsistent and it and it was just all very plot-contrivance-based, wasn't it? It wasn't like somebody came up with a great high concept which they then developed. It was much more like, ooh, we want to hit these plot points. You know, it's a, a sort of a low-impact first episode get people back into the swing of of sliders here and um i mean the shame yeah. is that the idea of a universe where magic is real you could probably do quite a good story in but they just sort of brushed it off barely used it there was a what a what's the word a kind of oracle fortune yeah. teller woman mm, yeah Yep. You, meant, but, you mentioned sliding, so she must have been real. But the, I guess the issues here was that um, they didn't want they didn't want to confirm, did they, one way or another, if magic was real in this world? They were like they they played it quite down the middle. Like it was like, was it just manipulation? Was it play being played by people for you know? There was implications that it was like corporate, wasn't it? That it was used to manipulate people. Um, so uh, you know, it's left fairly ambiguous. But I think because of that. It loses some strength, doesn't it? Like, you get that one scene with the Grim Reaper serving the subpoena to Quinn, and it's like, that seemed pretty conf- confirming that it was real, that the mysticism sort of side of it was true. Yeah. Um, but then they kind of also, you have Arturo throughout sort of countering it, don't you? So, 
Yeah. A lot, a lot of underdeveloped ideas in that episode, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. It felt, yeah, like I said, just, it, it just seemed to serve just to hit certain points, and that was. There's. That's it. So something it felt like to me was that it almost felt like they, they'd kind of cannibalized this a season ender episode with the beginning of a new season. Did you get that feeling? Because we obviously have that fairly impactful scene at the end, which which gives us a strong indication that they did actually get home. And then you have the reveal that, oh, you know, gate watch, gate watch. The gate didn't squeak, but Got it should have done. Series two. Yeah. Oh, we had we had we ticked quite a few boxes here, didn't we? There was some extreme thirsty Wade in places in this episode. Giving him some awful back rub into oh, the, the shoulder where he'd been shot, actually, which not the best idea. Yeah, I didn't understand that at all. Like, why did that? What the bullet wound just sort of like the whole the whole plot contrivance from the first act just got dropped, didn't it? I mean, he seemed to run around pretty fine. Apparently, <laughs> might have been shot in the shoulder. Apparently. Yeah, it was just um, it was just left, and then she's just rubbing it. And the way she was rubbing it when she was like watching TV, she was like really into that shoulder, man. Like, furious, <laughs> furious, furious rubbing. rubbing and then of course she had thirsty moments with uh, Double Quinn, didn't she? Well, got, who actually also, got a kiss? Um, when was it? What Shaman Shang, Doctor Shang, the Witch GP, or whatever. So once Quinn's been captured by the evil midget bounty hunter, um, and either either belted to the table or plastic tube to the table, not we very work securely cool. either. Not way. not very securely. Um, you know, she's like that? she's like to the the creepy shaman. I'm gonna I'll give you me and myself. You know, what's another brain when you could have all of this? And it was all a bit like, hmm, okay. Um, it's, it's quite grim that Wade seems to mostly get her kind of moments of triumph and ability around her sexuality. That does seem to come up a lot, especially well, that's, as that's she's not... all she did this episode. Yeah, <laughs> and it's weird because she's not like an overtly sexual character, you know. She's, she kind of looks like, you know, a boy half the time. You know, the hair and the appearance and the clothing. They kind of gen- tomboy. Yeah, they make her sort of gender neutral, but then again, she only ever seems to use sex to get what she wants. It's really weird that 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 sort of dichotomy. It doesn't it doesn't make sense at all, does it, for that character? Oh, oh it does make sense. It was written in the nineties. Does it make sense? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, talk about some of those special effects. It made Buffy look high budget. I mean, holy crap! Like some of the gargoyles that can we just point out the name of this bridge? It was Golden Gargoyle Gate Bridge, which is. Because, you know, in San Francisco, there's a bridge called the Golden Gate Bridge. So this is a reference to that. But I instead, mean, this is a mystical the bridge, bridge to the place the bridge that the sorcerer... golden. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was actually and... like some polystyrene gargoyles near a bit of foliage, which obviously was nowhere near the actual bridge, wherever that was filmed. I also love the fact that they kind of ripped off Indiana Jones with that whole bit on the bridge, with the see-through bridge, where it was straight up from... Uh, was it the final one, isn't it? Last Crusade. Yeah. Where he's going for the cup of Christ and he has to do the, the leap of faith. It's an optical illusion. Yeah, right. like... we, did, we did learn something very interesting. Did we? Um, which I think is a game changer in the whole Sliders universe. Um, Go on. It shares the same cinematic universe as Sabrina <laughs> the Teenage Witch. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> Who'd have thought there would be such a long game at play here when you've got, you know, Sabrina's just wrapped on Netflix. They're just taking that brother to an end. But that character, 
and sliders. You know that they're they're, they're all the same universe. Like that's crazy. I, I mean, did it's not. A, it's see a tenuous that link. With the, what is it? Oh, it's a witch alphabet. My friend Sabrina showed me it, or something like that. I think that's all so, we need. You know, you never know. We might see um, Sabrina and her aunts in the next episode. That's, that's I, what I'm thinking. I, I doubt it. it. Don't, look, I've not seen it yet, Ben. Don't crush my dreams. <laughs> oh, wow. This Aven- is... Avengers Endgame has nothing on this potential crossover. <laughs> I'm just trying to think about this episode. Like, it, It's such a brief episode. There's so little to unpack. I mean, I there's so little of actually about, what happens. There's nothing. I mean, in in addition, all right. So we had the 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 plot contrivance, which is always the timer and how long they're on the world, was basically like left out of the story for two thirds of it. Normally, the first thing they do is check the timer and go, "Oh, we've got X amount of time here," but that wasn't mentioned at all. Other and we says, up... "What's it? Oh, we've got eleven hours," and then they go back and come back, and it's one hour left. It's like, it's, yeah, that it's, kind it's of nothing. That was that kind of contrivance to get the plot moving a bit in the third act, I think, in towards a conclusion, because there was so little actual kind of peril or impetus going on in this episode. I mean, we did also get recurring character of the cab driver, which I'm always happy yeah. to see. And TV lawyer, I think. TV lawyer, I think, has been in it before as well, and actually got kind of like a proper part in this bit, didn't he? he actually, they actually used him for in a scene with his clapping uh, in the first act, <laughs> which was... Uh, that really stood out. Just clapping at his like rickshaw driver to go and to stop and to go again. It was all very strange. I don't know why he couldn't just ask him to go and stop. He was, clapped at him instead. Um, like you said, there was no peril. Even when Quinn was like captured, the three others immediately follow him and mm. rescue him. Like within like, no seconds, time at all. Twenty seconds? <laughs> what was it? None. I mean, the fact is that we we got he just, action he just man. Pulls the gun off the bounty yes. hunter, um, like with very little effort. Fight. It... I mean, it felt a bit like he was a, being abusive towards a midget. I'm mean, I'm not gonna lie. It was a bit out of order. I mean, it was like, mate, give him a chance. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not going anywhere without my bounty, and, he, and then he goes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a weird, he says that like two or three times as well as if you know he'd show up later on or something or like a third act reveal or he's gonna come in and, and you know throw a spanner in the works for their exit maybe when they're with the sorcerer no never <laughs> no. never see him again never comes back maybe they had plans for that guy but you know they couldn't get him on the shooting day or something i don't know but it was so strange um and i just it was a it was a disappointing return for us after what two years away or something nearly um since we last did an episode of this <laughs> just like coming back to that episode it's like wow, this is really mediocre i mean <laughs> like i know sliders can be pretty mediocre but that was really mediocre it's, it's a surprising choice for a first episode even though it's second series you typically still want something you know the little bit of anything to open up the second series get people back in but no it's just the only good thing was about the last five minutes. Yeah. If, so if that, if did you five? I don't did, think. Well, it's two minutes or something, isn't it? Did you, did you want to um, talk about that? How did that leave you feeling? Were you shell shocked? Were you devastated? I mean, I mean, I called it. You did. So yeah, I see what's happening. Other Quinn, I don't know what Wizard of Oz Quinn with his vampire hologram thing. It's like, oh yeah, we'll get you home. Sends him home. They were all there, and it's like, what? Oh, OJ Simpson's been on trial for a double murder. <laughs> a lot of things could happen. 
Um, some American sports score thing that I don't know. Something about um, some team that was meant to be shit, I guess, that had done yeah, well. A I like, sport thing, sure. I don't know. Let's be honest, no sliders people were bothering about the sports. Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired from Nathan there, okay. Come on, it's... It's not a sports show. Let's be honest. You know, it's not. I mean, it's, PN, is I it? mean, unless you're watching Egg. What was it called? My favorite episode from last Egg season. Heads. Eggheads. I love that episode, man. I'm sorry. I still love competitive maths. It's just the best thing ever, and it's like at pain of death. Oh, it's such a good episode. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but you don't. You hate that no. episode for some reason. I'm, I love I'm just that not episode. a fan. Love um, that episode. So too much sport in it. Um. So <laughs> yeah, that'd be. <laughs> they go back to this universe. And it's like, oh, it's the gate. I've known this gate since... Known this gate? What is it? Um, I've known this gate! I've I've biblically known this gate. I've known this gate. When I was a really horny teenager, I really got to know this gate. (laughs) What the hell? And it's like, oh, you know, know, it squeaks. I know that sound, you know, and it doesn't squeak. Um, You can pretty much guess what's happening. So like, oh, we're so sad. There's only oh, there was only fifty three seconds till the next slide. So they they quickly got in that contrivance of the the slider box machine, remote mm. controller. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I think they call it a remote, don't they? Um, so then they slide away, and then who comes out? But it's the the man who was laughing in his vision. And, like, and oh. it was also the assistant to the sorcerer who was uh, yeah. turned out to be dodgy. Thank reason. you, Mrs. Quinn, for the iced tea. I've done the hedges and come and see what I've done with the gate. It squeaks. Oh, no, it I doesn't know you squeak. miss your son. No, it doesn't squeak, obviously. It doesn't squeak. <laughs> it squeaks. I made it squeak. Oh, no, none of this works anymore. Um, <laughs> like, oh, I missed your son. So, you know, oh, big plot thing. Which that, that was the only bit, I think, that was really first episode worthy. Yeah. Like that was the one concept, of, and and it's, it's like, a oh they got flipping, back and they left immediately. It's a, oh, it's a no. massive downer. It's a massive downer. But I think what it's also saying is, yeah, he's never getting home. Let's ah, let's let's it, stop worrying about the next that. episodes. Sabrina Teenage Witch crossover. There you go, That's which it. I am ready for. I think actually, no, I do think what it kind of is 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 them sort of establishing the fact that them getting home is not really going to be the thrust of this. It's like. They got home. They didn't realize. Shit's th- shit l- out of luck for them. Oh well. It's a little bit of a tease. Like they could get home. They did. Oh, oh, and they've gone somewhere else. I think what we're getting though is that what we did get from this episode with with Double Quinn there. I think is that establishment um, for the first time. If you tell me if I'm wrong, you may remember season one better, but I don't think they've ever established previously that. There are other Quins who are way, and other people in general that are way more successful at sliding and are actually like out there um, making, you know, these connections between worlds and that there is a wider kind of thing going on amongst, you know, in the Sliderverse. It's not yeah. just our little group of, of uh, happy go lucky mistaken sliders. There are people out there who are doing this. And in a way, that concept that they dropped there um, is huge. And but dropped in a way that you'd almost miss it, like the implication of it, um, because that's this show wrapped up. It's the whole idea that this show is completely episodic with only the tiniest bits of serialized storyline. Um, there's not much serial. Sorry, there's not much serial. Not a lot. No, 
it was the era of TV where that was kind of frowned upon. I mean, it's it's unfortunate because a show like this, with the concept that they're dealing with, and trust me, mate, you're you're gonna see some things. <laughs> you're gonna see some stuff, and things are gonna change as we get further along into this. But um, I was disappointed at, and I know obviously it's for plot reasons. Otherwise, the show would have just ended. Um, is other Q, other Quinn, sent them home. You could have just fixed their remote. Yeah. So that it I wasn't mean, random. There's, it, well, you say that, but wasn't there a mate that... Hack? I don't think I can get that line correct that Arturo uses when explaining what's going on to uh, to the crying man. And it's just like... Oh, oh there's like a roulette wheel one. No but, there's, no, but that's the Quinn bit. And then he says something along the lines of, ah, well, there's 100% probability, but sadly, also 100% uncertainty or something like that. And you're like, what? What now? So clearly... Wizard of Oz Quinn must have done it if he was trying to set up a business to go That's back the and forth. That's the thing, 100%. Wizard of Oz Quinn knows how to travel back. He's not sliding randomly. That's the point. That's the point, is that he has complete control over the technology. He isn't stranded there. He just stayed there because he was doing so damn well cleaning up, you know, with his business. Um, but he's not stranded. No, I know, it's, it's for plot reasons, but it's just one of those things that's like, oh, just... Uh, I don't even have words for it. It's so like before they left, can they don't? It's, uh, could you like just tell us what just, we got? Just fix to, it. Oh, just fix it. Machine. Machine. Brilliant. Not gonna, thanks. Don't want to sort it. No, you don't want to. You wouldn't. You know, considering I've just met the person that knows exactly what is doing and how to do it, I wouldn't. You know, add maybe a little bit more credence to the the place we just landed on, and maybe not slide out fifty three seconds later. I, you, you know, maybe, maybe no. Okay. Probably would have taken that risk, um, but that bit—it's that bit, isn't it? They all talk us. Oh, well, you know, can't trust mystical scientists or something. <laughs> it's like, wow, yeah. wow. Also, wow. have we worked out what happens when the slide vortex opens if they don't go through it? I think I think it's I think they've said before, haven't they? That it's just it's your bus, you're stuck. That's it. You get well, one chance when it opens, and if you don't go through and it closes, you're stranded. Well, I mean, doesn't the machine just then restart for another random time? So they could have stayed there for a little bit longer. I think I feel like in season one they do do something to try and explain why it does what it does and how it does it. Well, I was not paying attention to that. But I, I imagine we were paying attention, but it's been a while since we watched it. And now it's just like the main plot contrivance to keep the show moving forward. <laughs> oh, good. Um, yeah. I don't think there's much more to say about that particular episode, The Mystic. I wish there was. I mean, there was a, a couple of almost good lines, but oh, I don't okay. Not really. I mean, I, I, I liked action Remy. I thought that came out <laughs> of nowhere and was kind of like, okay, cool. He's learned some shit. He's using guns and uh, sort of defeats an evil, uh, evil mystical shaman character who had a sword by smashing him in the head and then they laugh about killing the guy's pet snake, which oh, was, was fucked line. up. Um, so, oh, that, that was somebody's pet. And then they basically knocks the sorcerer in the... Uh, no, the doctor in the face. Let's like, be oh, honest, that doctor's that probably dead. somebody. That doctor's probably that, dead. He's quite old. Like That was the point, wasn't he? He was old. And he's just hit him in the head really hard with a gun. He's killed him. He's killed know, him. He's, he's fine. He's a doctor. Uh, Healed yeah. thyself. Okay. <laughs> and and he's now he's gonna go upstairs. He's gonna find the snake literally in bits against a wall, uh, you know. And in his distraught, you know, injured, frail state, he's probably just gonna collapse and die. 
It's really it's horrible. I mean, I mean maybe this is what up. we need to explore more: the consequences of their actions when they leave the world behind. I feel like we should write like uh, for each episode we watch do like a two thousand word essay on the impact of the unplanned sliding of <laughs> Quinn and his cohorts on that world. I think there's probably a lot to explore. A lot to explore. If you know. want to write the essay, be my guest, Ben. I'm not okay, going maybe, to partake maybe in that. I will. Well, what I'll say is I'll end it with this. If you guys would like me to write the essay, uh, do tweet us at Experience Kills and let me know that you'd like to do that. Uh, hashtag circling the vortex so I know it's about the essay. Um, do let us know if you've enjoyed this. I've had weirdly a lot of people asking for us to return and do this again. So I'm really glad to be doing this for them. Um I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We're going to be back with more. I'm not sure what the release pattern is going to be like for these, but we're going to keep doing them. Um, and it's nice to be back with you, Nathan, watching Sliders. It's Did, glad it to even... be back. It's not glad to be watching that episode. No, I was going to say, <laughs> and it was like the most mediocre episode ever, but we're going to we're gonna persevere and see how far we get. In the words yeah. of D-Ream, things can I, get better. I really want to get us to the point where the show completely goes off the rails. I mean, it totally goes off the rails so i i I really want to get us there because your your head slapping moments are going to be many many um so until next time uh i have been ben there's been nathan i have been me yes he has been nathan and and you've uh, been whoever you are listening uh well i'm i'm ben i used to do an intro didn't i where i was like different the different worlds we were from do you remember that of sausage (laughs) that's the first thing i could think of that's great i'd forgotten we used to do that oh oh it's been it's been like two years maybe maybe we'll Uh, get a new one for series two you know a new thing maybe a new thing yeah okay i'll work on that (laughs) i just want a better episode so until next time bye everyone goodbye